following is a presentation of Artisan Church in Rochester, New York. Today's reading is from uh, Psalm 174. It's on page 107 in the Red Bibles. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise our God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of our gates. He blesses you, children within you. He grants peace with your borders. He fills you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth, and his word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down hail like crumbs. Who can, this, who can stand before this cold? He sends out his word, and it melts them. He makes his wind blow, and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob and his statues and ordinances to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his ordinances. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. My name is Gianna, and today I'll be reading the pre-sermon, which is Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to gather up all things in him, things in heaven, and things on earth. In Christ, we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. Well, hello. I'm uh, glad you're here today. Happy New Year. I think that um, I think 2022 is going to be a really good year especially compared to the last couple of years. And um, I'm glad that we can spend it together, uh, starting off the year together, uh, wherever you may be. Um, but also, it does look like we are going to be in for a pretty rough ride for the next few weeks uh, to a month or so. The Omicron variant uh, has definitely arrived in Monroe County. We've um, had our positive cases just skyrocket this past week. Um, and it seems like this variant is both much more contagious uh, than prior variants and quite a bit more likely to cause a, a breakthrough infection in somebody who's 
vaccinated or uh, has been previously infected. But the good news uh, holds, which has been all along, which is that uh, vaccinated people are extremely unlikely to get a severe case of COVID-19 and uh, to wind up in the hospital or worse. So I know you've heard me say it a thousand times over the last year and a half, um, however long it's been since we've, we've had them, I guess it's less than that, but uh, I'll say it again. If you haven't yet gotten your COVID vaccine, I encourage you to, to do that right away. I mean, call today. You probably stop listening to me right now and go take care of that before you do anything else. And uh, if you have been vaccinated and your second dose uh, was more than six months ago, um, please go get your uh, booster shot. I've had all three myself. Um, so uh, at, at this point, you're, you're probably wondering why I'm coming to you via video here from my, my office at Artisan Church instead of being there with you live in the room. And the reason is that today, which is Saturday um, for me, it's Sunday for you, um, but today I started to have some mild COVID symptoms myself. Um, a little bit of a cough, a little bit of a headache, some minor body aches. Um, and m my thinking is that no matter what the cause of these symptoms might be, I don't want to risk being uh, there in person, uh, being too close to any of you today. Um, and as a matter of fact, uh, I took a rapid antigen test before I pressed record on this video. Um, and this one happens to take 10 minutes. And uh, so I've got a timer set on my watch here. And in a few minutes, uh, it's going to go off and we'll get live results together. Won't that be fun? Um, <clears throat> you know, these, these uh, rapid at-home tests are so valuable in the, the fight against transmitting COVID-19. Um, because if I test positive, I'm going to go home and quarantine right away. I'm going to call my doctor, um, and that will start the ball rolling with all of the county health department stuff and contact tracing, all of the really great and important and difficult work that our health officials do when somebody tests positive. Um, so I know the kits are really hard to get right now, but if you see one in a pharmacy, I encourage you to get it if you haven't, haven't got one already. Um, there are some pop-up sites in towns and around the county that... Uh, provide them for free. My kids got some from their schools, so um, they're going to take their tests before they go back to school on Monday. Um, and then the uh, the good news is the county is actually providing, um, they told me, 100 free test kits to Artisan Church uh, for us to give out to our community. And uh, I'm going to go pick them up on Monday, or if I test positive, I'll send somebody else to go pick them up on Monday. And um, if you would like a test kit, uh, please get in touch. Probably the best thing to do is email info at artisanchurch.com and we'll get you sorted out. So, uh, as we await my test results, let's, uh, let's get on with the sermon today, which, which will be brief in any case. Um, I'm really drawn to the uh, passage from Ephesians that you heard not long ago. Um, <clears throat> and it illustrates something that I so love about the Bible, which you've probably heard me share about um, before, which is that the, the language of salvation in Scripture is so rich and varied. And I think that sometimes the way any one particular Christian might talk about salvation um, is kind of flat. We tend to get sort of onto one note and then let that be the only way we think about things. And this is not one of those cases where I'm, I'm just talking about, you know, 
other traditions, people other than myself or other than our community. I think that everyone gets to, gets, tends to get stuck on one way of talking about salvation. I mean, even the word salvation, if you think about it, um, can cause that kind of thing, right? Because maybe, maybe saving is not what your soul needs right now. Maybe what your soul needs is healing or forgiveness or maybe it's adoption or resurrection or advocacy or justice or defense from your enemies. See, all of these uh, are valid images contained in scripture about the work that God does for us. Um, Or in some cases, the work that God will do for us. And the problem with getting stuck on any one of them, if it's just one, is the uh, it's the old hammer and nail problem. You're familiar with that saying, right? When the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. And so sometimes this is how I think we actually end up wounding people um, in, a t- in an attempt to show them God's love using a certain type of language, especially if it gets stuck on repeat. Um, and sometimes the people we wound with that kind of repetition is ourselves. Now, the flip side of that is that, that we can also be letting ourselves off the hook uh, for the type of work that God needs to do in our hearts or our minds, which is sometimes not a comfortable work to undergo. Um, and if we don't uh, expose ourselves to the rich tapestry of Scripture, and tapestry is the title of the sermon today, um, then we miss out on those parts of Scripture which might be calling us to something deeper. Uh, or more challenging or more difficult, or might be offering us something that we need in a moment. So today's passage um, from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, it's Ephesians 1, 3 through 14, um, is a beautiful one because it uh, it contains lots of images. It's, it's densely packed uh, with all kinds of images and language about God's work in one short paragraph. Now, what I had hoped to do um, with you today was to go through this passage in person in the room and then ask a few people to share which which image um, or which bit of language really connects to their soul today and then to spend a few minutes going deeper <clears throat> into those specific examples because I think there's a special thing that happens when we kind of put a, um, a face and a name and a voice to, uh, to an experience with God through the scriptures. Well, obviously, I can't do that because I'm not there in the room with you today. So instead, what I'm going to do is just read the passage for you slowly and ask you to notice a few things. Um, and then your homework will be this week to, uh, to think back on these images uh, at certain times. And look at that. Perfect timing. Um, Right before I get to the passage, it's time to, uh, to read my test results. So here we go, right on camera. That appears to be a negative COVID test, which is good news. Okay, podcast listeners, on screen I have placed one of those please stand by messages and a message saying I should have worn my reading glasses. FYI, even a very faint line indicates a positive test. Like this one, and I have a picture of my test result. Anyway, on with the sermon. I'm feeling fine. So, 
I'm going to read this passage, and it's going to be on the screen here. I hope you'll be able to see it a little bit. Um, and I'm going to ask you to notice any image or description of God's work that um, connects with you on some deeper level, and that could look a, a few different ways. It might be that you have um, an intellectual response where you see a construct or a concept that you had never thought of before. Um, it might be an emotional response that catches you out of nowhere. It might be that it raises for you a new question about God and the universe, or maybe if you're having one of those uh, once-a-year strokes of luck, you might even stumble onto a new answer to a question that you already had. So, um, let's read this passage. I'm going to read it aloud, and I'm asking you to, to let it seep in and, and notice uh, what connects with you. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight, he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of his promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance towards redemption, as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. So, what stirred in you? What ideas came to the top or images? What questions or answers? What um, thoughts or feelings arose in the reading of that passage? Here's your homework for the week. I want you to uh, continue to think about whatever it is that you noticed in this reading. And I'm going to ask you to fill in the blank here before you go. Um, of the following sentence. This idea that I just noticed in the scriptures would help a person who was experiencing blank. It might take you a minute. I'll give you a minute. Whatever I just noticed in the scriptures, a feeling, a thought, an idea, a question, an answer, whatever it might be, this would help a person who was experiencing blank.
you might write that down. I know for me, sometimes I get a concept for me, like a songwriter, so it's always like a song lyric or something. And I think, oh, that's good. And if I don't write it down, forget it. It's gone forever. You know, Anne Lamott always says, um, she's a writer. She always says, um, God gives ideas to people who carry pencils. <laughs> um, so I would encourage you to write it down or record it somehow. This idea that I just had reading the scripture, this thing that God gave to me would be uh, help to a person who was experiencing blank. Now, this week, um, continue to think about that and writing it down will help. And I want you to notice the world around you and the people around you. And notice if anyone around you seems to be experiencing blank, whatever it was. And then I want you to try to extend the grace of God to them using whatever it is that God gave you just now. Now, that does not mean that you have to try to convert them using the verse, right? That's, the, that's not what I'm trying to say. In fact, um, it's much more likely that you can offer them something more meaningful if you don't try to convert them. Um, and much as when, uh, if you can't spot the sucker at the poker table, the sucker is you, um, if you don't see anyone around you during this coming week, who seems to need that particular kind of grace, well, you might consider whether you have to do now the much harder work of extending that grace, not to someone else, but to yourself. Because, my friend, the good news is that God has already extended that grace to you. It's yours. All you have to do is believe it enough to let it in. And so maybe that's what you take away this week. Whatever it is, I trust that um, these few moments together will have been just one little small expand, expansion of our understanding of who God is, what God does for us and wants to do in and through us. Um, so grateful for the opportunity to spend a few minutes coming around the scriptures together with you. For more information, visit us at artisanchurch.com.